Welcome to Geraldine Tegelove Live, the show that shares with you the secrets of redefining, reinventing, and rebuilding your life. Having pulled herself from the rubble of financial ruin and having gone on to create a highly successful career, Geraldine has become an expert in the art of transformation. She believes that it doesn't matter where you are right now, how overwhelmed you feel, or how impossible the task of turning your life around may seem. You can do it. Stay tuned as metaphysician, international best-selling author, and intuitive Geraldine Tegelov gives you the inner understanding and the outer practical how-to to create your amazing life. to Geraldine Tegelove Live. Yes, I am Geraldine. And as always, I am so looking forward to bringing you lots of fabulous ideas and probably more importantly, practical steps to help and guide you towards your perfect outcomes. You know, all those secret or not-so-secret dreams you have held within your heart for so long but you haven't yet been able to bring them into reality. Well, I have decided today to share with you, and not just today, over the next three weeks actually, some of what I consider the must-do things that truly have the ability to change your life from ordinary to extraordinary. Are you ready? (laughs) Yes, a quick three-week series that I'm calling Small Steps to Massive Results. You know, so often the journey to happiness and success, whatever that means for you, can be so completely daunting that we can't even find the strength to give it a go. There seems to be so many obstacles, and for many, The greatest obstacle can be, and I quote, I have tried so many times and I just don't want to try again and fail. It's so debilitating. You know, I've heard this so many times from clients and particularly a number of times over the past few weeks. And this really got me to thinking. It's time to share a few practical ideas which I find work all the time, every time. Woohoo! <laughs> now, if they can work for me, then there is absolutely no reason why they can't also work for you. So, what does this mean for everyone listening today? Well, this means that if you practice these small steps that I share with you today and over the next couple of weeks, you will be well on your way to manifesting all of those big, gorgeous, wonderful, magical dreams you have in your heart right in this moment. You know, many of the ideas I share with you, you probably have heard before, but I promise there will be differences. And it is these differences that have the ability to really make huge change in your life. I'm simply asking you to listen carefully, and I'm sure that you will have a few little aha moments as we go through these steps. Uh, I mean, how many times have you sat daydreaming of wonderful things and places, etc., and and wished that you just had a magic wand that you could wave over yourself and have all of these dreams just appear in front of you in a flash? 
would it be worth the listen? Or, you know, you might be going through incredible challenges and struggles and, and once again wish you had a magic wand that would fix it all, make it go away and bring on what you truly, truly want to see in the way of health, wealth and happiness. Surely, if you're going through this, then these small steps are definitely worth the listen. <laughs> they definitely are. Okay, so for today, I'm going to share with you my first three small steps to massive results. With each step, I'll explain why we need to do this and then how we carry it out on a daily basis. Okay, so you've got the, you know, the full picture. And today I'm going to cover, first one, be real about your reality. Hmm, interesting, okay? Second one, allow yourself a pity party. Mm-hmm, yes. And number three, and stop holding on so you can move along. So I wonder what all of these three mean and won't be long before we get to them. But we are going to begin with our usual reading for this week. And you know that readings are a fabulous way to connect to what our hearts are wanting us to know. But we're often too busy to listen or our lives way too noisy for us to be able to hear what we have to hear. Now, the cards I've chosen as a focus for this week are, drumroll, woo <laughs> my brand new Alchemy for Now transformational cards. Now, you're going to find pictures, pictures of these cards on my show page. And these fabulous cards bring ancient alchemy into the modern day world. What's alchemy? Well, it's the art of transformation. So if you're wanting to transform any area of your life, and you need a bit of help, well, then you'll just love these Alchemy for Now cards. <clears throat> you can whiz over to my website at www.geraldinetegelove.com or you can come here to my show page, uh, Geraldine Tegelove Live at toginet.com, T-O-G-I-N-E-T. <clears throat> Pardon me. And you can click on the Alchemy card link provided and take a close look at these gorgeous cards. There are 40 in the pack and there's a guidebook. So no excuses. You, it, they're so easy to use and amazing answers you'll get. Okay, so the first card for today is the card of water or embracing emotions. Water is the element of, of the emotions or feelings and in astrology, those who have the element of water within their zodiac sign are quite emotional, intuitive, and generous people. Their connection with family is of huge importance. To the alchemist, it was through the successful joining of the two opposing forces of the element of air, the mind, and the element of water, emotions, that enabled them to create the philosopher's stone. It was so important for them to take control of both and use them in positive ways. And by doing this, they could then become the amazing alchemists who could turn base metal into gold. So, <clears throat> for you today, water teaches you about the wisdom of connecting to your emotions and going with what feels good and right for you in any given moment. 
It is also very important to allow yourself to feel any negative emotion that may surface during times of challenge or struggle. By acknowledging and embracing your negative emotions and crying the tears that need to be shed, you are actually releasing and letting go of these unwanted emotions. It is time for you to do just that. So, you know, open the floodgates of emotions and let them flow over, around or through all stagnant feelings that are keeping you from creating brand new and exciting dreams. Spend five minutes each day under a... Uh, an imaginary waterfall, allowing it to wash and cleanse your feelings and emotions and then watch for miracles to occur because they will. Okay, so fabulous first reading for today. And you know, sometimes to get this happening too, it just means taking a little soak in a bath or, you know, walking by a river or a lake or something like that. Or wearing blue in your clothing. That's another little trick. Okay, so what's our second card for today? Mm -hmm. This is the card of the dragon. And this one is all about facing your fears. Yes, we all need to do that at times, don't we? In fact, sometimes I think we need to do it on a daily basis. We seem to be little things popping up in front of us and, you know, we get quite anxious and scared or fearful of of facing it and getting on with it. Okay. Now, in the world of alchemy, there is no better symbol than that of the dragon to represent the energies experienced during the process of spiritual transformation. Ancient alchemists believed in dragons or the energies they represented and saw the dragon's energy as that of the original, untamed and chaotic, infinite life force that exists in all of creation. To face and tame the dragon took enormous courage and commitment from the alchemist. This began during the black phase of the alchemical process as the alchemist faced the dragon. During the white phase, the alchemists learned to accept the chaos that existed within the universe and their personal lives. So, for you today, this comes as a very clear message that it is time to face the dragons in your life, the fears that lie deep within you. It will take enormous courage on your part, but know without a doubt, you will not move forward until you do. This card asks you to stop judging the chaos you experience as good or bad, and just accept that within each of your dragons lies a lesson which will help to propel you forward. Once you turn and quietly face your dragons, the bigger picture for your life will become very clear and you will be absolutely amazed at how your life moves from a world of challenge to a world of success. Now, what I suggest is that if if you do have some dragons at the moment that you really need to look at, (laughs) then... Just draw a dragon which represents each of your fears. And once recognized in this way, 
you'll be surprised at how small they become. Because so often, you know, we think that something's really big and huge and we can't face it. But once we do, it doesn't seem half so bad or a quarter so bad or it just seems to disappear. So a good way to go. Great readings for today, but we're coming into the break. And after the break, I'm going to get straight into our three steps, small steps to create amazing results. Best-selling author, musician, and life coach, Geraldine Tegelov will return after this short break. years ago, some fishermen off the coast of Italy discovered some pottery along with fish in their nets. Divers were called out and discovered an ancient Roman ship whose galley, or caboose, a nautical term for kitchen, was extremely intact. Some of the food uncovered on board was pickled fish, wine, oil, and grain used to make the ship's biscuits, otherwise known as dandy funks. It is thought the 2,000-year-old boat was probably on its way to Spain when it sunk and was covered by layers of mud, baggy wrinkles and all. Baggy wrinkles are another name for the ship's ropes. The mud protected the ship from wear, explaining why the leftover food on board was still in such good condition. We land lovers may not be familiar with leftovers on the sea, but we are familiar with leftovers in our kitchen. It's words you never heard. I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert Annette Hammond. Sitting at your desk all day is not good for your posture, regulating your blood sugar, and can cause back and shoulder pain. Some have even said that sitting is the new smoking, meaning that being sedentary and not moving very much can be detrimental to your health. More important than standing is moving. The New York Times cited a study done by the Journal of Physical Activity that states that when you stand rather than sit, you only burn a few more calories, about eight or nine calories more an hour. But if you move rather than sit, your calorie burner revs up. Your body will burn about 130 more calories in an hour if you walk at a fairly easy pace. Bottom line, if you sit most of the day, look for opportunities to move and walk as much as you can. It will help you with focus and promote a healthy lifestyle. I'm Annette Hammond. Welcome back as Geraldine Tegelov continues to guide us through the three R's, the processes of redefining, reinventing, and rebuilding a happy and successful life. Here is host and life coach, Dr. Geraldine Tegelov. Yes, you are listening to Geraldine on Geraldine Tegelov Live, and today we are chatting about some very small steps that have the ability to bring about massive change or massive results. Woohoo! <laughs> you know, since the beginning of time and right up until today, there have been people who have known about the small steps that I'm talking about today and have used them to produce amazing results. In fact, in ancient times, special places of study, universities, yeah, were set up in order for people to learn and study the secrets of this amazing universe. One in particular was, of course, um, the, the school at um, Alexandria. 
and how to, you know, they learned how to put these secrets into action in their lives. And they were learning how to use their magic wand. And you can too. So, okay, let's get on with the first, or my, what I see is the first small step to bring about massive change. And I mentioned this in the first segment. Step one was be real about your reality. So what do I mean by this? Well, so often when we choose to go on a journey of personal or spiritual growth, we jump in boots and all. And, you know, we embrace the concepts in such wonderful ways that we simply get so caught up in the learning and growing that we kind of lose sight of what's really happening around us. I guess you could say we lose sight of what's real and what's happening in our world of growth. Uh, Let me see if I can say this in another way. As clients come to me with issues, I notice that they've become so attached to the idea that they must be positive and happy all the time. And somehow this positivity and happiness is going to sweep away what is actually happening in their lives. Now, please don't get me wrong here. I'm all for having a positive perspective on life. Truly, I am, because this is an absolute must. But I'm also all for experiencing happiness in, um, you know, in any way we can. But in the midst of all of this positivity, for many, a problem has really arisen. Because many people think that they must be constantly showing their happy face to the world and telling everyone around them that all is wonderful and everything's okay when it is clearly not wonderful or okay. So what do they do? Well, for the most part, they plant a smile on their face and pretend to the world around them that life is fantastic, whilst underneath this smile, They are hurting to the max. So one of the very best things you can do for yourself when you step into a journey of personal or spiritual growth is to begin with a reality check and continue to give yourself one on a very regular basis. You know, so often when clients have a session with me and they try to express that everything is wonderful, and it's clearly not... I simply ask them to put aside all the wonderful for a few moments and tell me about their reality. And this is when what's really happening pours out of them. The tears flow and the truth surfaces. Believe it or not, this is the very best thing that can happen. And I always say to them, now we have the perfect place to start from. So if you're not being honest with yourself about where things are at and get it down on paper so you can take a long, hard look at it and accept it, then nothing you do is really going to change anything. What you are currently experiencing is going to remain exactly the same. You must, in any journey, have a starting point before you can map out the route to your desired destination. You know, once you are truly honest, and I mean honest, with your current reality and embrace all the facts openly and honestly, not just those you feel comfortable with, 
then you're ready to map out the journey ahead. Remember in the reading today, did we have the dragon card? Yes, we did. So not only do you have all the facts in front of you, but you now also have a list of all the areas you need help with. We all know that life is made so much easier when we have people beside us helping us with all the challenges we meet. Okay, so how do you go about this? Well, first, you have to understand that you are here on this planet to live a physical life as you grow in your spiritual understanding. That's why you're here. The problems arise when we embrace our spiritual growth to such an extent that we lose sight of the physical journey. We get so caught up in the spiritual realms that we forget that we are also physical beings experiencing the ups and downs of living here on planet Earth, and it's okay to do so. So next, you simply sit down and take a long, hard look at your life. I like to write everything down in dot points first and expand where necessary. (laughs) And from here, you take the practical down-to-earth action that is necessary to move you from where you are right now to where you begin to feel safe and secure again. And you do this regardless of which area of your life is going out the back door, so to speak. Once you have this happening, you're ready to really step into all the positive thoughts and the emotions that you can possibly muster on a daily basis. Okay, so get the help that you need and then you can really embrace those positivity or that po- those positive thoughts and emotions and feelings. Okay, so this leads perfectly into the next small step to massive results. And the step number two is allow yourself a pity party. Now, for those who don't know what a pity party is, well, um, you know those times when you just want to feel sorry for yourself, wallow in your own misery, have everyone feeling sorry for you by telling your sad story over and over again until everyone gets every little tiny detail about who did what and when and how, etc. to you. Well, that's pretty much a pity party, okay? Ever had one of those? I'm pretty sure we all have. <laughs> and it grows as we invite others to take part. You know, a, a little bit like the fish that gets bigger and bigger when the fisherman tells his story. You know, those wonderful people who are happy to support you throughout your miserable times are the ones that you like to tell all your bad, sad tales to. And I know we've all been there at one point in time or many times. And I have definitely been there a number of times. And you know what? It's okay to do this at times. You know, people think that it's not okay. Well, it is. Um, yeah, I said it's okay to wallow and feel miserable and anything, anything else you need to do, but, and yes, there is a huge but, the trick is to put a time limit on your pity party. I mean, this really makes sense. When you receive an invite to a party, it always tells you when to arrive and 
even if it doesn't give a finishing time, etiquette tells you when to leave, doesn't it? Yeah. And it's certainly not a week later or a month later from when it began or a year later from when it began. Besides, after a certain amount of time, you really want to leave to have time out. And the host will also be ready for some time out and happy to thank you for coming and wave goodbye. So when you set up a a pity party for yourself, you must set a finishing time. Pity parties are well known for generating negative energy, negative thoughts, negative emotions. And the longer we sit in these, the more negative our outcomes we see in our reality. Why do we need to set a finishing time? Well, simple really. Taking time to wallow or feel miserable or angry or resentful or anything else that you want to feel really allows time for you to get it out of your system. If we try to push it to one side too quickly and ignore how we're feeling in that moment, we quite often end up pushing it down inside of us where it can just fester away and resurface at another time when we're least expecting it. And believe me, it will have grown by then, yes. It is so much better to get it out in the open, give it an airing, scream, yell, cry, punch some pillows if you must or whatever works for you. (laughs) And then you are far more likely to be able to uh, let it go and get on with creating the massive positive change that you want to. This is, an, you know, that, that card that just happened to come out today in the readings. Well, they never just happen to come out. They're always there for a reason. The one, um, you know, about facing the dragon. Sometimes this is a, a dragon that we really have to face. Yeah. So how do you actually do this? Well, firstly... You have to recognize when you're entering your pity party. You'll know the signs, I'm sure, and the symptoms. Yes, you start to really feel sorry for yourself. Then you have to have enough courage to say to yourself, okay, how long have I got for this particular pity party? How long am I going to give myself? Um, We have a rule in our house um, that we can have five minutes to an hour. Yeah. Yes, a pretty short party. (laughs) A bit like a children's party. Yes. But I guess we understand how important it is to get back into the positive zone. Now, once you've given yourself a time limit, stick to it. No going back. Now, If you've got somebody in your house that can help you with this, this is a great idea too because I know for the two of us, um, we've learnt very quickly and very well how to recognise when we're about to have a pity party, yes, between the two of us. And uh, one will say to the other, okay, so how long do you need for this? (laughs) Sometimes I say, I need at least half an hour for this. Musician and life coach Geraldine Tegelov will return after this short break. It's words you never heard. Have you ever wondered where the terms used in computer speak originated? 
The word cookie, that packet of information that travels between a browser and web server, is named after the fortune cookie, a cookie with an embedded message. Rebooting the computer is literally pulling yourself up by your bootstraps. The name Google was originally coined in 1938 by Milton Sirota, nephew of mathematician Edward Kasner, during a discussion of large numbers. Uh, Google is the number one, followed by 100 zeros. The word Yahoo was originally invented by Jonathan Swift and used in his book Gulliver's Travels. It's a derogatory term for a person who is repulsive in appearance. Yahoo founders Jerry Yang and David Philo selected the name because they considered themselves Yahoos. It's marching I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert, Annette Hammond. What has less than 50 calories per serving is rich in potassium, B vitamins, beta carotene, and a great source of fiber? It is pumpkin. There are many fabulous ways to reap the benefits of this winter squash from October to February. CNN reports the pumpkin is nearly 90% water, and one cup of canned pumpkin has 7 grams of fiber. Fiber slows digestion and will help you feel fuller longer, which is fabulous for weight loss. It has nearly 20% of the daily vitamin C requirements, which is wonderful for your immune system. They also state that pumpkin can lower cancer risk and help keep your skin younger looking. But one of the most beneficial reasons to enjoy pumpkin is that it packs over 200% of the daily recommended intake of vitamin A and other antioxidants that help prevent macular degeneration and cataracts. Welcome back as Geraldine Tegelov continues to guide us through the three R's, the processes of redefining, reinventing, and rebuilding a happy and successful life. Here is host and life coach, Dr. Geraldine Tegelov. Woohoo! Yes, you are listening to Geraldine on Geraldine Tegelove Live. And if you have just joined us, I am sharing with listeners some fabulous small steps which everyone can take to create massive positive results. And yes, I was getting a little carried away before the break and, you know, talking too much and, and yes. But anyway, that's okay. We're going to get back into it. This is the first in a series of three shows, and so far we've covered being real about your reality and allowing yourself a pity party, but we still have one more to go for today. I wonder what it will be. (laughs) Now, if you'd like to listen to the complete show and heaps of others, then you can download them for free from iTunes. You just have to search Geraldine Tegelove Live under podcasts, or you can come here to TogiNet and listen or download from my show page, and you can also find them on my website at GeraldineTegelove.com. Okay, so now time for the next small step, which we can all take to create fabulous results in our lives. This one was huge for me. In fact, it was so big that I actually wrote a song about it. (laughs) Believe me, I wasn't laughing at the time. In fact, I was having the biggest, longest pity party ever had on this planet, I think. (laughs) The problem was that I didn't know when to end the party and get on with life. No, which leads me perfectly into the next small step. And... 
you know, some may see this as a huge step, and I did at the time, but really now I see it as a small step every day. Yes, every day. And the third step is stop holding on so you can move along. This is one step that we all have difficulty with at some point in our life. Many would describe this step as letting go and letting God. Not sure about you, but I always thought that to let go and let God meant that I had to give up on my dreams and desires and do whatever this universe wanted me to do. And I would basically end up doing things that I didn't really like. Oh, boy. Once again, I had some major, major learning to do. (laughs) Then there came the time when I thought that let go and let God meant that I could just hand everything over to the universe and not actually have to do anything. And, I mean, that was a pretty nice thought, wasn't it? I could just sit back, relax, and everything would be taken care of without me having to lift a finger. Oh, my, oh, my. This was definitely not the way to go either. Yeah, I got it wrong both ways. But mm, somewhere in the middle here, there has to be the answer. So what does this mean? It actually means a number of things. Uh, And for today, I'm going to explain a couple that I know I really struggled with. And I know a lot of my clients have struggled with this too. But once I actually stopped holding on, I moved along in amazing ways, in quite a speedy fashion. And I have seen so many clients move along very quickly too, once they let go or stop holding on. So I would love for you to do this as well. Not much fun seeing everyone else doing their thing in fabulous ways and we're still sitting wondering what we might be doing wrong. Yeah, we don't want to do that any longer than we have to. The first time I hit a brick wall with stop holding on so you move along was uh, probably with regards to my story of what had created havoc in my life the things that left me reeling and not knowing what to do or which way to turn. Uh, Yes, what you would describe as some rather challenging times. And the problem was that there were so many things attached to this story, such as uh, people, circumstances, events, not-so-good choices, beliefs, perceptions of life, and so on and so forth. The best thing I ever did for myself was actually create a timeline of my life and fill in all the standout moments, both positive, yeah, and the moments where I was really, really challenged, where I really struggled. Once they were out of my head and on paper, I was then able to look at my story from a whole different perspective, and this is what I'm suggesting that everybody does, okay? Um, I now had the opportunity to look for the gift in each of my challenging times, pack them into my imaginary pack back, and get out of that old story as fast as I could, my little legs would carry me, and leave it behind, 
the story had been dragging me down for years and I would have to be honest and say I was so tired from lugging it around. Yes, I could still visit there any time I wished, but once I'd got it down in the timeline and looked at it from a new perspective, found the gift, then the emotion had gone out of it and I could so easily jump back into the now moment. I had at long last stopped holding on and was now moving along at a far more, you know, or into a far more exciting way of life. And I strongly urge everyone listening to do the same. It's such a freeing exercise and one that opens doors that we don't even know exist whilst we continue to hold on. Woohoo! <laughs> now, the other time that this small step has come to play in my life big time is with regards to manifesting dreams and desires. I believe that this is one area many people struggle with. So let's see if I can uh, simplify the process a little for you. We all have our wish list of what we'd love to experience in life. And if you don't, I strongly urge you to get to and get a wish list happening. I hope by this point you've written it down somewhere in great detail so the universe knows exactly what it's creating for you you know, what you want to experience. This can be anything from uh, a new career, a wonderful relationship, to feeling truly healthy and whole, or maybe financial freedom. Whatever it is for you will be perfect. And don't change it. If that's what you desire, then that's what the that you know, it's really the universe pressing your little buttons to go after it. If you're longing to see this occur in your life, then the universe is longing to bring it to you in magical ways. This is a given. And this is where we sometimes really fall in a hole. We don't understand that the things we seek are also seeking us. That's the way it is. So don't um, dream small. Dream big. Yeah. And really go after what you're wanting. The secret to having anything manifest in our lives is to allow the universe, God, or the great spirit to mold it. Okay? To mold it. I'm going to say it again. The secret to having anything manifest in our lives is to allow the universe, God, or the great spirit to mold it. Once you have described what you wish to experience, stop asking the hows and the whens. Have complete faith and trust that all that needs to occur for your dreams to appear in your physical life will occur in the perfect way and in the perfect time. The problem is we get very excited when we learn how to create our reality. But sometimes it loses its glitter because we think everything should happen in the blink of an eye. And most often it takes time. It takes time for the universe to put everything into place. 
But it also takes time for us to grow into our dreams and desires. If it all happened too quickly, we wouldn't know how to hold on to it. And as quick as it arrived, it would be gone again. I'm sure you've heard of people winning a fortune, you know, in a, I don't know, in a lottery or something. And it's all gone a week or two later. This was my greatest hiccup in manifesting my desires. I was constantly asking when and how. In fact, I had it all worked out even before the universe did. I was certainly not very good at letting go and letting God. It took me quite some time to grow sufficiently in understanding of the law. To just know without a doubt that I was going to receive my dream and keep it. Now, this has happened over and over and over again for me. I've, deci- I've described to the universe what I'd love to experience, have placed it on my dream board, stepped into it on a daily basis, and then let it go. I always have a little smile when I think of the number of surprising ways things have appeared in my life. And I can go to my dream board, place a huge thank you across yet another dream that's come true. So the secret is you you just come to what you want to experience. You get that out onto paper. You really feel it in the heart. And we'll be talking about this in another step, you know, in the next, in the coming weeks. But you have to really get it clear in your mind and then allow your heart to take over. Then allow the universe to mold it in the most beautiful way. And yes, may take a little time, but that's okay. Now, we're coming into another break. And after the break, I've got lots more to share with you. So hang tight, everybody, because I am so enjoying this, the small steps to massive results. And the great part is that anyone can do this. Anyone. And I guarantee it works. Best-selling author, musician, and life coach, Geraldine Tegelov will return after this short break. It's marching down Have you ever found yourself in an airplane seated next to a non-stop talker that you really don't have anything at all in common with? When I fly, I usually want to catch up on my reading and not have to listen to an explaterator. It's even worse if they're a philodox. That's a person who just loves their own opinion. Well, now a Facebook app lets you choose your own seatmate before you fly. According to an article in USA Today, social media startups are bringing together compatible flyers before they take their seats. That's good news for people lovers, otherwise known as philodemics. A number of apps such as Plainly and Satisfly are helping travelers meet not only online, but in person. Think the Match.com of travel. I love flying and have been to almost as many places as my luggage. It's I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words-you-never-heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. 
It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert, Annette Hammond. Heart disease is the number one killer of men and women in the U.S. But the good news is there are things that you can do today to help prevent heart disease. The experts agree that the most important thing that you can do to avoid cardiovascular disease is to have regular exercise. Exercise keeps your heart rate low by conditioning your heart muscle, keeping it fit and pumping efficiently. Regular exercise burns calories, keeps your weight down, and revs up your metabolism. It increases your HDL and keeps your blood pressure low. So don't wait for heart disease to come find you. Take steps now to stave it off and to live a long, vibrant, and healthy life. For the Fitness Minute, I'm Annette Hammond. If you're a fan of Fitness Minute, like us on Facebook at Fitness Minute with Annette Hammond. Welcome back as Geraldine Tegelove continues to guide us through the three R's, the processes of redefining, reinventing, and rebuilding a happy and successful life. Here is host and life coach, Dr. Geraldine Tegelove. We are back and you are listening to Geraldine on Geraldine Tegelove Live. And this week and for the next couple of shows, I'm sharing with you a few small steps that you can use to create massive positive results for you in your life. And today we've covered be real about your reality and then allow yourself a pity party. And we have just before the or in the last segment, I was looking at stop holding on. So you move along. Now, the next couple of shows, I'll be sharing with you quite a few more. And as I said earlier, you may have heard all of this before. But sometimes we just have to hear it again to have our little light bulb moment. Yeah. (laughs) Now, as well today, and, uh, you know, just continuing on from the letting go uh, or the stop holding on, I'd love to share with you a song that I call Just Let Go. It tells of how I felt whilst learning this process and how I began to heal in so many ways once I did. Now, the first verse tells of how it was finally letting go of our beautiful property. And the second verse of saying goodbye to our son, Michael, and I'll tell you a little bit more about this after we hear the song. And the chorus tells of the struggle that we all must face at some point in our lives in the letting go process. It's a tricky one, but we can do it. So right now, I want you to take a little bit of time. I want you to take a deep breath in and out. Sit back and relax if you possibly can. Or just tune out from everything around you. And I want you to listen closely to this song because it has an incredible message for all of us if we're holding on to stuff. So right now, let's have a listen to Just Let Go. I drove on through the gates 
Certainly the perfect song or the perfect meditation song, really, for us for today's show. Yes, just let go. And this is a really difficult thing to do sometimes because sometimes we just want to hang on with all our might, don't we? But just another little thing to note. You know, the longer we hang on to certain things in our lives, 
the longer we are actually pushing away uh, wonderful things appearing in our reality, letting go gives the universe a free reign to bring sensational things to us. If we would only just let go, yes. <laughs> you know, with regards to stop holding on so you move along from a personal perspective, when everything was falling down around me a few years ago, I was hanging on for dear life. Our beautiful property was being dragged out from underneath me. And we built this from the ground up. And it felt like my world was being stripped of all I loved. Then to make matters even worse, our son Michael, we've got three children and Michael's the youngest. And he'd been cycling, uh, road cycling in Europe for eight months of each year because he was riding for a Belgian team. And he used to come home for four months to Australia. And this particular time, he announced to us that he was returning to Belgium to set up home with his now lovely wife, Belgian wife, Aline. And he wasn't sure when he'd be returning to Australia. Well, my heart was torn apart. And I still remember the day when Bill and I had to say goodbye at the airport. Oh, boy, I was hanging on that day, and I was certainly being taught how to let go and let God. And the silly part was, as I said, that the longer I held on to what I thought I needed, the longer I held up the wonderful surprises that came once I handed things over and allowed the great spirit, God, the universe to mold and shape what I really wanted. And what did I really want? I wanted to experience happiness and success. But this was a whole new season in my life. And I had to, you know, understand that it was going to happen in beautiful ways. But of course, I didn't. Yeah. So my today's note to self really says it all. Anything, yes, anything can be accomplished with small steps embedded in faith and trust. Mm -hmm. I'll say it again. Today's note to self. Anything, yes, anything can be accomplished with small steps embedded in faith and trust. And this is what we really have to have. And once we have this faith and trust, Things just flow so beautifully. Um, faith is really the unseen golden strand of the, the warmest light that weaves mystical power into our dreams and desires. It holds them steady through the unknown and mysterious mists of the land between the spiritual world and the physical world. Faith wraps our dreams gently in love and brings them safely to our door. You know, I suggest you grab hold of faith, not just with your hands, but also with your heart. It's time for you to not only know the law, but also love the law. <laughs> you are a magnificent being who deserves the very best this universe has to offer. So today's, you know, lessons, remember, 
what we have to do. We have to certainly learn to let go and let God or stop holding on so we move along. We have to become real about our reality and look at it from a whole new perspective, get the help we need so that we can begin to feel secure and safe then we can really move on with the next steps. And also remember the other one was allow ourselves a little pity party when we need it. But what was the trick to that? Putting a time limit on it. No just going on and on and on forever in a day with this party. No. Believe me, you will be hung over <laughs> to the nth degree, yes, by the negativity that it will produce. So allow yourself a time and then get on with loving life. Okay, so we're coming to the end of the show very quickly now. I want to thank you all for um, joining me today and listening. Hope it's been of great help to you. I know you'll get something from today. I want to wish you all a million blessings of happiness, love, and peace. Have a fabulous, fabulous week, everybody. Take those little tiny steps that you now know about. You can do it. Bye for now. Geraldine will be back next week with more life-changing ideas to share. In the meantime... You can visit her at www.geraldinetegelove.com to check out her fabulous new products and her workshops. Remember that all Geraldine's radio shows are available on iTunes free of charge. So why not?